0: You're listening to SBS News.
1: As parts of Australia continue to battle extreme climate conditions, climate experts say the country may face more bushfires this year. New data by the Bureau of Meteorology shows that 2022 was wetter and warmer than average for Australia, particularly for the southeast, where persistent heavy rain has led to widespread flooding. It comes as the Kimberley region continues to battle flooding described as the worst the state has ever seen, with communities cut off, homes inundated and a significant loss of infrastructure across the area. Former New South Wales Commissioner for Fire and Rescue, Greg Mullins, says this may be the beginning of another climate disaster.
2: Unfortunately, we'll see wild swings. So we'll go from flooding There'll be grass fires, they're starting already because the red centre of Australia has gone green. Um, that grass will brown off and then burn, and then we'll be straight back into bushfires once we get an El Nino.
1: La Nina is a natural weather pattern that happens every three to seven years and makes eastern Australia wetter than usual. El Nino, on the other hand, is the opposite with hotter and drier conditions. Wetter weather encourages plant growth, which dries up in hotter seasons, leading to a heightened danger of bushfires. Climate councillor and professor Leslie Hughes says she expects additional rain and flooding in saturated catchments this summer. She says there is a need to upscale the country's disaster management systems as emergencies worsen.
3: We absolutely need to stop subsidising the fossil fuel industry and instead use that money to help communities cope um, and adapt to increasingly dangerous weather. And we also need to move very, very quickly to 100% renewable energy
1: um, So, and help the rest of the world do the same thing. The 2022-2023 La Nina has been the third in a row, and it is only the fourth time three successive La Nina events have been observed in the Buru record since 1900. Leaders from various communities are feeling the effects of the extreme climate conditions. New South Wales Chair of Doctors for the Environment, Dr Kim Liu, says the healthcare sector and the community are exhausted.
3: Patients that just got really, were so depressed and anxious um, that each time it rained, a lot of my, even the little kids I see who have said that their heart rate just goes up. Just because they've been through the repeated flooding,
1: Dr. Liu says there's a risk of underestimating the dangers of weather. Heat
3: waves have killed more people um, in Australia than all other natural disasters combined. Uh, so, and with the mental health impacts of heat waves, it's also there are more studies now to show that it increases um, self harm, uh, interpersonal violence, aggression suicide and homicide so all these things have been tied to heat waves
1: and people still don't appreciate the devastation it can be Martin Pritchard, the director of Environs Kimberley, who resides in Flood Heats, Broome, says the record flooding in the region has been traumatic and devastating for residents. He says locals, mainly First Nations people, are concentrating on gaining humanitarian aid and finding a way forward.
2: Right now, people are really concentrating on um, making sure that people have food and shelter, and you know, start to make a plan to rebuild these remote communities, uh, which are predominantly Aboriginal communities here in the Kimberley,
1: and also in the north. A farmer on the Sunshine Coast, Megdan, says the flood has disrupted sales.
2: It's been
0: the the worst year I can remember in terms of just interruptions to our uh, forecasted um, farming plan. Uh, we've had up here in Queensland, we had continual floods back to back for about four months, we'd sort of put our farm back together and then we'd plant and then we'd put our farm back together and we'd plant again and then we'd have floods and floods and floods and and so what that meant is we just had a really disrupted season and what this means is that uh, the price of fruit and vegetables skyrocketed. We saw increases across the board uh, in terms of uh, increases in um, fruit and vegetable prices.
1: He added that long-term solutions are required to ease the pressure on farmers. Climate councillor David Carulli believes cutting greenhouse emissions is an essential long-term solution that will reduce the effects of climate change on weather systems and help to protect communities. But Mr Dan says it may be a bit too late for the climate to work in favour of farmers.
0: What we're experiencing now is what scientists were telling us was going to happen 10 years ago. Uh, you know, like the 1997 report uh, clearly said that our climate was going to get wetter and hotter. And this year has been a showcase for that type of climate. So us as farmers, we really just need to adapt. Um, we're sort of past the point of being able to mitigate our way through climate change. We need to look at adapting our resources and adapting our um, you know, methods to to be able to handle this sort of climate.
1: And Greg Mullins believes the government has put effort to implement the Royal Commission's recommendations concerning international natural disaster procedures, but he says more focus should be placed on cutting greenhouse gas emissions for the environment.
2: It's been very difficult because they've gone from one disaster to another. Another impact of climate change is compounding disasters. Um, So just as you're recovering from one, another one hit. Um, So it's very, very difficult. And what governments really must focus on is minimising the effects of climate change. So we must drive down emissions rapidly because what we must focus on is what sort of a planet we're going to give to our grandchildren and future generations.
1: Omar Bello, SBS News.